Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, gang, and welcome to another, and the last one of the week, of course, it being Friday, Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, Andy Goldstein. And we kick things off, excuse the pun, with the Europa League quarterfinals, where Manchester United, of course, qualified for the semis by smashing one of the uh, giants of European football, Granada, and Arsenal somehow managed to get past Slavia Prague. I say somehow, they're quite easy in the end. Anyway, they also reached the last four of the competition. This is the fallout on TalkSport. And that dream of an all-English final with Manchester United remains very much alive. It finishes here. Slavia Prague nil, Arsenal four. The front four were terrific. The movement, the sharpness, the running, the quality. It's just been as comfortable an evening as, as Arsenal could have hoped for. And I'm sure coming into this, they, they were expecting a much tougher performance from Slavia mm-hmm. Prague. It didn't materialise. Arsenal were excellent. Well, really happy, Ian. Um, we came into a tough place. This team hasn't lost at home, I think, in almost two years. So to do what we've done tonight, um, credit to the players for how they approached the game and how brave they were in our approach. And then when we demand them efficiency, I, I think today is a good example of the level of efficiency that you need to win uh, matches in Europe away from home like this. Slides it through for Pepe. Pepe against the goalkeeper. And this one will stand. Nicola Pepe with the goal for Arsenal. I see Pepe tonight, that finish, OK? He stays on his feet. It's a difficult, that's a difficult finish. He's got, there's a lot of things he's still got to do because the, the, the temptation to go down must have been on his mind. He's felt contact, you can tell. He decides to stay on his feet, which is fine because th- then he can sense there's a chance to score. Mm. But then he has the, the, the presence of mind and the composure just to set the keeper down and, and, and clip it in. It's a brilliant goal. Yeah. Where's this Pepe? Who, who is this Pepe? He, he, he rocks up tonight. And this is the problem with Arsenal. You get players in an Arsenal shirt that shine, and when they shine, they shine brightly. When they don't, my God, are they dull. And Pepe kind of is the epitome of what Arsenal are right now. Arsenal will meet their former manager Unai Emery in the last four and that dream of an all-English final with Manchester United remains very much alive. I think Arsenal will fancy their chances against Villarreal to to get to the final and and why not? You know, over two games I think they've got the quality and the ability to to do that. So, yeah, I I think, you know, Mikel Arteta will feel that his his team are well capable 
of getting through to the final. The only way Arsenal can win it is if United rock up and stink the place out, which they have and can do, and yeah. Arsenal put in a performance where they raise above expectation. That's the only way. I can't see how Arsenal can beat United okay. in that final. Right. And Gdansk gets that little bit closer. Manchester United 2, Granada nil, 4-0 on aggregate. When you get to a semi, that's the nature of the game. You, you're playing against good teams. We relish uh, the chance again to go to a final. I've seen the determination, the, the attitude in every player that we want to go one further because the disappointment of, of the defeats that we've had, they give us the motivation to... Um, to go one step further and hopefully end the season on a high. I would rather us lose the Europa League final against you would, Arsenal you wouldn't. if it means you lose the, you wouldn't, the Champions League. You wouldn't League. do that. I would. Oh, you're an absolute dis... My headphones are off. I would. You are an absolute disgrace. You'd rather your side lose? If if you're guaranteed not to win it. Why? Because the Europa League ain't that you, big. Lose to Arsenal 5-0. 5-0, lose to Arsenal 5-0. You're an absolute no, disgrace. No, no, hold on, hold on. No, I can't have Man City winning it. I'd rather you beat My Man City. My headphones are off. I can't hear what I'm right. producing. I'd rather you beat Man City. PSG, PSG, right, PSG Chelsea. PSG, 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 Chelsea. PSG. Arsenal, Man United. I'll, I'll, I'll take the defeat. You're a disgrace. It's like giving up your queen for a queen in chess. That's exactly what it is. Stink, but you've got a trophy. I've got a trophy. I don't want it if it means you coming in here for 12 months right, going okay, Champions right. Europe. I'm Natalie Sawyer and this is Talk Sport Daily. Now, Glenn Kamara's lawyer, Amir Anwar, has reacted to Slavia Prague's Andre Kudela's 10-match ban for racist abuse. He believes it was a token gesture and feels it was an opportunity for UEFA to act. In the future, Anwar stated that players should walk off the pitch if they've suffered abuse when England played Bulgaria in 2019 for the Euro qualifiers. Mm. And we saw the abuse that six of the English players, black players, received, the Nazi salutes, the chanting, um, and then the derisory punishment from UEFA. And one would have thought that UEFA would have learned its lesson. And I really think it's coming to that point now that players should automatically walk off the pitch, You know that the club should support them, that UEFA has pressure piled upon them and say, what exactly does it take? I mean, I say this because... What the, if it was in anywhere else, you know, the idea that a person could do that on the international stage mm. in the presence of everybody else, conduct himself in such behavior and then know that his, he should have known um, that his behavior would incite other fans to then carry on that abuse. Now, is Man City's Phil Foden already better than Paul Gazza Gascoigne? I hope so, because Gazza's 53. Anyway, will City win the quadruple this season? I hope not. And is Raheem Sterling a world chess player? Oh, sorry, class player. Well, let's find out, shall we? As we get the opinions of Simon Jordan, Jamie O'Hara, Little Diddy, a man. Oh, that's his name, is it? He's not small. Danny Mills and Adrian Durham. World class is subjective and, and it depends on what your criteria is. Mine has always been... Uh, would you look out of place in a World Eleven? Raheem Sterling wouldn't look out of place in a World Eleven, so I'll have him as world class. He isn't Messi or Ronaldo. He's not Mbappe, Neymar, or Lewandowski. So there's a as a level of players, level or two of players above him, but I still maintain he is world class. He isn't getting a start at Manchester City. What is it? Two starts in the last nine or something like that. He came on very late last night, and his goal record this season isn't anywhere near no. what it was for the last three seasons. His form is taking a dip. Yeah! 
It's missed an open goal. He's missed from five yards out. He's put it over the bar. World-class players don't have significant drops of form. That's why they're world-class players. They have a consistent level of quality that pervades their career. That's why Lionel Messi is a world-class player. We've built Raheem Sterling above where he really is. He's a very good player. That's why he plays for Man City. He's having a dipping form over a period of a season, not a few games, because that's what players of his real level are and we tend to put players up a level, up a notch. I heard Simon Jordan saying the other day, you know, he's not a world-class player. Raheem Sterling is a world-class football player. He is a world-class player and all world-class players come off the boil sometimes. You have a bad season or, you know, you have an average... He's not having a bad season, he's having an average season. And, you know, you can't be the best player all the time unless, you know, you're talking about Ronaldo and Messi and they're on another planet. But, you know, I just think he's, he's playing in a great side... He's in and out of it. Sometimes you're not going to play. Manchester City are through. They will play PSG in the last four. And with 12 games of their season left, the quadruple is still on. When you talk about the quadruple, if they beat Chelsea at the weekend, oh. City, you know, Leicester or South, Southampton, st- huge favourites, yep. uh, obviously, in that game. Tottenham, again, favourites going into that game. We know Tottenham can be great on their day, but you, I think everybody would expect them to beat them at the moment, although Jose could come up with something special. Beat PSG and a fancy city in the final. Mm. So, you know, they're, they're, sort of, they're three, wi- uh-huh. three or four wins away from the quadruple, which would just be unbelievable. Phil Foden scores the goal that takes Manchester City through to the Champions League semi-finals. I look at Foden and I think he's better than Gascoigne. And I know that's a big statement to say, but I just think when you're talking about someone who's going to go on... In what way, Jimmy? In what way? Just just in terms of where I think he's going to go in his career, the way he plays, you know, he's doing it on the big stage already and he's and he's just a kid. I think it's it's always tough to compare players from different decades and, uh, and Gaza was an exceptional player. Uh, obviously, I never played against him when he was um, at his peak around the late 80s, early 90s. But I think Foden got the world at his feet. You know, his, his technical ability, he's got pace. Uh, he can finish with both feet. If he keeps his feet on the ground, I think anything is possible for him. To do it at Manchester City in a Pep Guardiola team, to be so young and dominating games being the being the go-to guy he scored two winners in two legs in a, in a huge game I just think he's better than Gazza wow. I really I just think he's uh, and for me Gazza was my idol growing up he was my idol now after Liverpool were dumped out of the Champions League <laughs> it's, it's terrible I laugh at that Adrian Durham suggested things may have gone stale for Jurgen Klopp at Anfield Aid also went on to say that Kloppy must freshen up his front three sounds a bit rude Anyway, here's a former Champions League winner, Didi Haman again, the little fella, who said that the bigger issues might be in midfield. I don't think they need many big-name signings. Obviously, a lot will depend whether Salah and uh, Mane will stay at the club. Uh, I think they, they missed Yossa in the last few uh, weeks. Uh, I think it's been evident that he's become a very important player to them. And then, you know, the centre-backs hopefully will be back. You know, Van Dijk will be back, uh, Gomez. Uh, and then you've got Matip. So I think uh, you certainly need two or three signings. You know, Milner's 35 now. Keita hasn't really come to the party since he's joined Liverpool. Still a lot of question marks about Thiago. So I think in, in the centre of the park... And he, 
if Ronaldo goes, then I think they need to at least two players in the centre of midfield. Firmino was really poor. I mean, it was like having uh, it's like he turned into uh, Nicky Struggles, mate. I mean, he, he was he was struggling, uh, struggling, bad struggling. Night, and he's been there for some time. He's been there since uh, before Klopp. So he's 29 now. Salah's 29 in June. He's been there for four years. Mane's 29 already. Desperate for the Ballon d'Or. He's been there five years. All three of them, are they coming to an end now? And when you think about the times that we're in, if if your life is 100 miles an hour and it's helter-skelter and there's things flying at you, flying past you, life is going 1,000 miles an hour. And then you've got Jurgen Klopp wanting you to be a thousand miles an hour on the pitch as well, all the time, every game, home and away. And then we get to this time where the world stopped. And no fans. And no fans. So lift them. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they go, don't get that energy from the crowd. Every single player talks about an energy from the crowd, whether positive or negative. There is energy from a crowd. I just think that Jurgen Klopp speaking to the players, it does that seem like it's a bit of white noise now. Now, Norwich legend Darren Huckabee has been speaking with the Canaries on the verge of promotion from the Championship this Saturday, live on TalkSport 2. The Huck lover gave his thoughts on Daniel Farker and the job he's done at Carrow Road and if they can become a permanent Premier League fixture going forward. We've spent £10 million behind the scenes on the, doing up the training ground, mm. sorting out the pitches and that kind of stuff. But I look at it this way, Fulham spent £100 million, they came down. Sheffield United last season were the best thing since sliced bread. They've spent £45 million on two strikers who haven't, and they're going to come down. So, you know, well, we've probably spent more money than we last time, yes, but also we've got players that are two years older, a bit more experienced, and I think we're definitely a stronger outfit this year going up than we were, you know, went up two years ago. The Canaries are on to 90 points. Two more guarantees promotion. They're another step closer to the Premier League. 14th win in 18 matches since the turn of the year. Max Ahrens, you know, Todd Campbell, it'd be easy just to keep an older player who's earning thousands and thousands a week and just play him for the sake of it. But, you know, he had the real steel to do, you know, believe in his uh, ideas. And these young players now, you know, Max Ahrens and Todd Campbell and Buendia, they're going to be worth millions and millions. So, not just him, still deserves a massive amount of credit as well for, for building, putting the building box in place for Daniel Farker to do his job. Newcastle midfielder John Joe Shelby has been speaking with Jamie O'Hara for Game Day Countdown, ahead of Newcastle against West Ham. That's live on TalkSport. Shelby said that the Magpies have got a better squad than West Ham, despite the massive points difference in the table. Growing up as a West Ham fan, it's great to see them, first of all, where they are and, and what they're doing. I mean, I used to go and watch them every every week. It'll be great if they get into the Champions League, next, obviously next season with the fans coming back. Yeah, it's, it's something that we feel we can we can do with the squad we've got. On paper, I don't think their squad's better than ours, to be honest with you. I think we've got a great squad. We just obviously haven't formed to the levels we can do. It's only until recent where we've, our performances have started to improve and we've picked up a few better results. And that, that's given us the belief for to finish this season strong and then come back next season and, and, and kick on. And of course, you can hear more from Newcastle midfielder John Joe Shelby on tonight's game day countdown at 7pm on Talk Sport. And we finish with Alan Brazil being the worst quizmaster in the history of national radio. Who assisted Phil Foden for his goal last night? Mares. Well, I think you're right, by the way, right? But they're. Te- well, first of all, on my sheet, I've got Rotherham, right? Rotherham! <laughs> That's why I had to go to Jamie first. <laughs> 
I think you're correct. I'm going to give you that, Ali. <laughs> I've got, got they sent me Gundion, but no, it was definitely in the clip. It was Maris. Maris in right. the clip. You're one, right. one. Don't worry about that. Thank you, Sags. Uh, George, get in here. Uh, back to round two. Back to you first, Ali. <laughs> I better check this. Uh, round two is the quick it's my, fit round. Oh, it's, my, it's my question. Now. No, 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 no. We'll go to Ali because we're going back to. All right, you can go second. You can go second. Right, here we go. Oh, okay. Jimmy, who is Pep Guardiola's most expensive signing as a manager? Oh. So you dive straight in there, oh. and that is a real tough one. Who is Pep's, Pep's. most expensive signing as a manager? I'm gonna go. If with... you don't know, you'll never get it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna put something straight. I don't know if I'm right. Come on, Nathan Aki. Nathan Aki. Uh, sags, sags. Put them straight. Pack your bags. We've had enough of you. Alistair, would you like a bonus point? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a minute while I quickly get there. Oh, oh I know it ben- is. No, I know. I know it is. Who was Ali? That's tough. Benjamin Mendy. Mendy. Who Ro- was it, Jamie? Rodri. No, it was Zlatan Ibrahimovic entered to Barca for sixty-two million. You said Man wow. City. No, I didn't. Are oh, you did? Who is Pep Guardiola's most expensive signing as a manager? You said Man City. I did not say Man City. That, that's is a shambles this morning. I did I not say Man City. I, I, want, I want adjudicator on this. My I question, anyway. Right, my back question. To In fact, I'm going to take a point off you if you keep going like that. Do it out. Not you. <laughs> Uh, right, here we go. Um, oh God, I'm all over the place here. He's everyone. George, He's everyone. Done, George, what have you done <laughs> here, a, Who is this guy? Right, today we look at the Premier League icon. Here we go. We got it? Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. Right, I'm going to do this quiz later on. Right, I'm not... I'm not <laughs> I'm going to do it later on. That is a disgrace. Please, Laura Woods. That is it. Right. You have a look at that. Have a What's look at that. What's going on in there? He's ripped what up. What's going on in there? It's an absolute joke. He's ripped what? it up. <laughs> you mean a mockery of this quiz, you? What I'm is not, he I doing? Don't, I don't make the questions up. I don't do the answers. Is that wee diddy in there? <laughs> <laughs> have a read of that, you tube. Well, I can't. It's ripped up. <laughs> Well, that's nearly it for another podcasty thing. Let me tell you about some live football are coming your way in the Premier League. Half past 12, it's Newcastle against West Ham, live and exclusive on TalkSport. Stand with TalkSport, you can hear the FA Cup semi-final at half past five between Chelsea and Man City. And then we round things off at 8.15, back to the Premier League as Wolves take on Sheffield United. Then on Sunday, the second FA Cup semi-final live on TalkSport at half past six sees Leicester against Southampton. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Drive today from 4pm alongside my husband in Radio Land, Mr Darren Ben. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing Monday morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, have a great day. Thanks for listening. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.